out there in listening land, in golf land. Hey, it's Big Nate. This is a, a golf story about overcoming adversity. I'm going to relax on this one and then it'll probably get out of control later. <laughs> but um, what I mean by relax is because I got to do a little math here with golf club math. I've broken 20 drivers in my career. I broke my two wood. I broke my strong four wood. I love that strong four, man. Hmm. I've broken, uh, oh my goodness. I've broken three uh, putters and I broke the third putter yesterday, which inspired the story. We'll get back to that. And I broke a five iron that was so amazingly broke meaning that when I broke that five, they got that one on, on tape, on camera. But when I broke that five iron down at uh, Haynes Point, East Potomac Golf Course, and uh, me and Coach uh, Washington, we played golf the, next, the very next day at Langston. And when we walked in the clubhouse, everyone was saying, we heard about that five iron. So you see, that one was golf, baby. <laughs> Good news, travel fast. Okay, so now the math is over with. As you can tell, I've broken a lot of clubs. And uh, when you're playing around a golf and you break a club, you know, hey, how are you gonna, you know, how are you gonna overcome that? How are you still gonna be able to work on your swing, your game, and your mental approach when you broke one of your clubs in a round of golf? So that brings us to me breaking my third putter yesterday. Oh, you're gonna love this. I have the scorecard in front of me. Now, as I was playing that round of golf yesterday, it was cold, but uh, no excuses. Oh, that was a beautiful young lady. Anyway, um, uh, okay, come on, coach. Yeah, I was going along, and I'm working on my swing, my game, mental approach, and I got on hole number six, and the ball laid just off the green, you know, on the, on the first cut. So I got my putter and everything, and uh, I got ready to uh, uh, putt this for a par. And I like to bend my putters, you know. And uh, so I just wanted to bend it just a, just a tweak, and it snapped in two. Oh, my goodness. Now here I am, lying on the fringe. Uh, this is a par, par putt, par, this is a par four. And I just snapped my putter in half. Oh, Lord Hammers. So guess what I did? I took out my three wood. I'm pausing. And I said, you know, but you know, I'm a coach though. So now I got, this is my, these, my woods. I putt with my woods when the ball's off the green. Anyway, you'll see that if you play with me. So I took out my three wood and I, I calmed down with mental approach and I stroked this three wood very softly and the ball went in the hole for par. <laughs> So you see, I said, man, this go-go golf stuff works, coach. So then I went to hole number seven, and I crushed this drive, right? And I put it on in two. And I took out my three wood, and I putted it. You know, it, it only went halfway, you know. Because long uphill putt. And I was like, wow, man, I wish I had my putter. So then I putted it with the three wood again, and it stopped right at the hole. So I tapped it in for a five. Five's not bad on a four. Four is not bad on a three, five is not bad on a four, and six ain't bad on a five. So then I moved to the next hole, which was number eight, to so par three, right? 
So I hit my driver, right, from the tips. I play from the tips. I hit my driver, it's windy, it's cold, and I put the ball close to the green. The wind shut it down. So I take out my three wood, and I put it, you know, and I put it off the green. I was like, oh, man, that was a heck of a stroke, Nate. So I go on the other side, and I got the three, three wood, and I put it back trying to make this par. And it went a little past the hole. So I putted it to try to get the, and I got the four. Oh, baby, four is not bad on the three. So I'm using my three wood to putt with. And I got a four on a par three. You know, four is not bad on the three. So then I got on hole number nine, it's a par four. And I crushed this driver, right? Bow, right? And then I took out my three wood, you know, and it was a nice line. I crushed this three wood, you know, boom. So now it's laying, you know, it's kind of, it's close, it's down by the green, but it's not close to the fringe of the first cut. So I take out my three wood and I putt it. I try to get it as close as I can get to the hole so I can get this par. I haven't parred this particular hole in a while, you know. And uh, so, like I said, I, I putted the three the three wood, but because of all of the debris and everything like that, it went off course and it bounced off. It didn't, you know, it bounced to the right, take, going off the green instead of going straight or to the left and staying on the green. So I said, oh, wow. You know, so then I putted it again with the three wood and it, uh, it got over the, the debris and it got on the green, but it's extremely uphill. So it, you know, make a long story short, I put it in for a seven, which I'm not mad about. So then I went inside the clubhouse and I rented a putter while my putter was being fixed. So I'm going to stop right there. So now I have a putter, a rented putter from the clubhouse while they're fixing mine. So I want to stop, you know, everything else after that was normal, but I made some golf shots, baby, on that back nine. You know, pro shot, baby. Anyway, so now let's get into the uh, moral of the story here. How to overcome adversity. Did you see what I did? No, you didn't see. Did you hear what I did? I broke my, snapped my putter in half on number six. I putted with the three wood and got a par. I got a par on six. I got a bogey on seven, a bogey on eight, and a triple bogey on nine. I got to pull a seven on nine with the three wood. So now, you know, this is exciting, correct? Yeah, for me. How to overcome adversity. Now, here's a story that you're going to love. Remember, I broke 20 drivers, right? So right around when I broke my 14th driver, I'll never forget this. You know, uh, we went home that day and I came back the next day and I had no driver, but I love to play golf. So uh, I was there early, kind of no one on the course. So I had my one iron, which is just as good as the driver. So I played nine holes of golf and I'm walking and I'm using my one iron and I'm, and I'm doing along good. Now, when I, uh, got, when I was finished with nine holes, uh, I, I, this is what I do because I'm not an athlete. There's no sense in me going all the way down there across the bridge to get to number 10 when I'm walking. So what I do is I walk the front nine twice instead of walking the front and then walking the back. The back is just extremely too long for me in cold weather. So you see, take advantage of the advantage. I play the front twice. Plus when I come off of number nine, number one is right there. <laughs> so here's what happened. 
So I walked nine with my one iron and everything, and everything was going along good. But when I went to the tea box one, there were two gentlemen there, you know, and uh, they were buddies and friends. They looked like twins, you know, one of them was chocolate, one vanilla, but I'm telling you, they, you know, they both weighed 300 pounds, they looked the same clothes. These guys have been playing golf forever. So I say, excuse me, gentlemen, do you mind if I play golf with you? And they were like, no, nah, come on, buddy. Okay. I thank them so much. So they hit their drivers and everything. They're playing from the whites. I don't play from the whites, but no problem. So I went up there with my one arm, and I crushed this one arm, you know. Wow. See, they don't know that this is my 10th hole. They didn't know that, and I, and I didn't think it was fair for me to tell them that either. They thought I just came from the clubhouse and trying to hurry up and go out instead of playing behind them that I played with them. That's what they're thinking. But they saw me hit that one iron and I drove their drivers and they said, man, what are you hitting? I said, the one iron. And they freaked out. <laughs> anyway, come on, we got, come on, we can handle this. So make a long story short, we finished nine hoes, you know, I was walking. And then they, they, they got ready to go drive around to the back. And then I said, well, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure and an honor. I'm getting out of here. And they said, where are you going, man? You know, you're not going to play the back? I said, gentlemen, I just walked my 18. I am so tired. They was like, man, please play with us again. We just love watching you play. I said, well, I'll tell you what. Because they asked me to sneak on the back. And that's just not in my goal. I said, okay, since you guys asked me to play with you, you go ahead to number 10. I'll go in and buy another nine with a driving car. I cannot walk another nine, you know. So that happened. So they went down to 10, and I went and paid my monies and this, that, the other. And then I started driving like crazy. And I got down there. Now they had already hit over the water. So I took out my one iron, pegged the ball up, this and, that, and I hit the ball in the water. Oh, man. And then the, uh, one of the guys said, here, hit my driver. See, they wanted to see me hit a driver because they played nine holes with me and I, I'm hitting the one iron, you know, off the tee. So when I hit that ball, I was rushing. I, I didn't want to slow them up, you know, and in retrospect and with no malice, I really shouldn't have played with them. But if you ask me to help you, I'll help you. They, they had like help in their voice. You know, it's like they wanted some help or something or they just, you know. So uh, the guy said, here, hit my driver. And I said, okay. So now I'm not rushing anymore. And I pegged this ball up. I'm hitting three. I'm hitting three. And I got this driver. And I crushed this driver, right? And I broke that driver in three pieces. <laughs> and I turned in rhythm and said, I'll get you another one. And everyone was in shock. And what I mean by everyone is that the two guys, the two gentlemen I was playing with was in shock. They were quiet. And to my left is the practice area. There's my friend over there named Malik. He was shocked. And he came over to me on that tee box and shook my hand. He said, I will never, ever mess with you. He saw me. They, the three of them saw me break this driver with one swing into three separate pieces. <laughs> anyway, so uh, uh, I told him I get him another one and gave him my number, and I, you know, and we and we drove on and played that that you know we played that nine out. Now I told you that story because I wanted to tell you this. 
when the gentleman called me on the phone and he, he, he you know hang in there y'all this is important overcoming adversity I, I told him I'd get him another a brand new driver tailor made he said no don't worry about it he said my clubs have a lifetime warranty if they have a break or anything like that tailor made will replace them I said oh, okay well here's my number just in case okay so he called me about four days later and he said Mr. James um I, I took the club to Golfzilla uh, 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 outlet, and the young man that's there told me that he couldn't replace the club for free because he didn't believe that you hit the driver and broke it in three pieces. He thought I was lying. So if you can contact me, it's going to cost $138 to uh, 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 reshaft this club. And I was so furious. I was so upset. You know, it's against my religion. It's against my golf. But come on, people. I just stood here and told y'all the story. Now, that gentleman on the phone and his friend, they saw me swing that driver one time and make a 325-yard shot in the fairway. I was hitting three on a par five. And Mr. Malik came over and shook my hand. Now, why in the world would this man let this 22-year-old punk tell, call him a liar, his friend a liar, me a liar, and Mr. Malik a liar? Now, you overcome that adversity. Coach out.